0: Okay, are you ready to run it? Run it, babe. Run it, run it. Okay, so we did something a little bit different. We did not watch the UFC fight.
1: Yeah, Yeah. that was generally a bad idea.
0: So instead, we watched this new show on Netflix.
1: called Dirty Money.
0: Season one, episode one, which was all about the Volkswagen clean diesel scandal
1: clean with gigantic air quotes
0: yeah so before watching this how much did you think you knew about- i didn't
1: know anything okay i i heard you know you hear you hear things on the peripheral like you know that there's there's a recall but you know if it's not your car you don't really pay that much attention to it right and to the extent that this 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 whole thing is just mind-blowingly egregious.
0: Yeah. I heard a lot about this. Um, i sure you did. But I learned a lot from this documentary. And I, I always heard about the bigger picture. That this was an egregious scandal. And that dealers were put in a position to have to buy back the cars. And billions and billions of dollars. Um, and they weren't sure how it was going to be corporation versus dealer. They, they, I vaguely remember something about them trying to put that money in the buyback on the actual dealer. But I think the government stepped in and I could be completely misremembering this and said, fuck you. No, this is on corporate Volkswagen. Yeah. So. Well, it, it
1: became apparent that the leadership of, of VW.
0: Oh, they were so in on it.
1: Well, I mean, they, they caused the entire thing. Their, yeah, their general absolutely. vibe, or not even general vibe, their directive of sales over everything compromised the overall product. And the way that they tried to compensate for that is by putting it on other people, putting it on their designers, putting it on and their engineers. engineers. And then, you know, so it doesn't surprise me at all that they would try and put it on the dealers to deal with the economic loss of the whole thing.
0: Yeah, it was interesting. So for people that don't know what we're talking about, uh, because we kind of just delved in, this was all about how Volkswagen came out with these actually really good commercials. They showed them in this documentary.
1: They were really funny back in the day. I don't remember those. You don't remember the grandma commercials? No. Oh, my God. They were great.
0: I don't remember any of the commercials they showed. I'm like, wow, these are great commercials, but yeah. they were all lies.
1: The, the grandma one was the darling of the Super Bowl the year that it came out, like the first one.
0: Oh, I don't remember.
1: Yeah, it was, it was it was one of those commercials that went viral, like the What's Up commercial. Some of the things that should just stay dead. But somehow never leave your memory. It's very sad.
0: Like Puppy Monkey Baby?
1: Or The Panda nose. That one stuck with me forever, too, but that's that's an inside thing. <laughs> you guys wouldn't know about that.
0: Unless you were in California, Southern California at the time those were on TV. Yeah, it, so the whole thing was they came out with a diesel, and they tried to say that it's clean energy, it's cleaner than any of the cars out there, and we fixed the quote-unquote diesel problem, because diesel fuel is not good for the environment and i've always known diesel fuel is not great yeah but not to the extent that this documentary actually taught you so i thought that was really interesting too how they went into the
1: noxide and yeah i always heard that diesel was cleaner than than gas anyway which is why for a long time it was cheaper right or was Mm -hmm. has diesel's always been a little bit more expensive right
0: no diesel's recently has been cheaper but But it's Um, a... it's, It's been cheaper. It's never been cleaner. But you need less
1: of it. So it's supposed to give you better mileage. Right. Okay. Well, it didn't work. No. And
0: according to this, it's way more harmful. I also liked how they started by sharing the history of VW. Prior to this, the whole history of VW that I've known has come from the movie Salt Lake City Punk.
1: I haven't seen it. Oh, you're missing out.
0: Such a good movie, which basically just says it was started by Nazis. Well, yeah, I mean which that's
1: that's the yeah. truth. the The original V dubs were designed based off of the the Nazi war helmet. That's why that's why it has that kind of dome shape the whole way through. Um, and Hitler was the one that. Provided the the initial capital to start the company, and you know they back then they were making military vehicles. They basically trans transformed their their Humvees, you know, for lack of a better term, from World War II, and converted the factories into into building these these VW Volkswagen cars. Um, but it didn't work. Yeah, I mean it worked, but you know Hitler died, and the rest is history. Um, but Porsche is a shady, a shady individual all in of himself.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that Ferdinand Porsche, the creator of Porsche, helped build the bugs. And then his grandson...
1: His his grandson is Ferdinand Peak.
0: Somewhat mostly responsible.
1: Yeah, um, after...
0: For this whole non-green, green diesel thing.
1: Yeah, he... He he's was the man in charge when VW really hit America with, and I guess he's the guy that kind of invented the clean diesel, which is what they they marketed off of for so long and was their big selling point. Um, but he was he was kind of a guy that was a big think mentality guy. He wasn't really worried about the micro level of detail. He chose who he wanted to talk to and who he wanted to communicate with, and was just a general. Steve Jobs level mick asshole. Yeah,
0: he seems like a complete and total douche canoe.
1: Yeah, he was you know, that but he he was he's he was a leader and he got everybody to follow him. But he he his clean air marketing approach was ahead of its time. For sure. Because Volkswagen hit the scene I mean, the 50s, or the, the Volkswagen of the 60s, like they said, was kind of a fluke. But, it, yeah. you know, in the 90s, early 90s is really when they started making a big push to come come over into America and establish a customer base. In like 1993, they sold like 30,000 cars, which was none, like wouldn't even register on the on the graph of market scale. Yeah, not at Here all. in the US.
0: Coming to your comment while we're watching, that's the Tesla market share is something around. I'm... I'm bad at numbers. I should actually Google things before I say them, but but Tesla is significantly low, like 30,000. They don't get much of the market share.
1: Yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, Tesla could go the same way. It has
0: it, it has the it, same type of dude running it.
1: Well, yes, he and I'm not going to sit here and defend him because I don't really feel like he needs to be defended, but I think the that Elon is it's the type of situation that if Elon develops the same mentality that VW did in in the early 90s, which was sales above everything, right, that, and starts to compromise the the quality of the technology that he's that he's putting out and that he's delivering in his product, then I think he's going to have have some issues.
0: Yeah. So in the fourth quarter of 2017, he sold 29,000 cars.
1: What you're hearing is our co-host Stanley. <laughs> Stan. He's all up in Leah's business right now. He gives zero fucks.
0: Okay, so Tesla sold 29,000 cars in the fourth quarter of 2017. (laughs) I mean... I mean, it's kind of exactly the sales that VW is out producing. Yeah.
1: Yeah it's tesla's definitely on the hype train yeah kind of like supreme and retro jordans it's uh it's all it's all hype the technology is super cool and if it can be done on a mass scale as in every car in the united states has the same technology then i think that we would have something
0: unrelated just because this is kind of a car thing that we've delved into i went to my first hydrogen gas station today
1: how's that It was a trip. (laughs) What happened? So when you
0: have a hydrogen gas car, you pull up to fill it in. First of all, you don't go to a regular gas station. We went to like some, it was weird. It was behind some companies like where they do the shipping and receiving. Mm -hmm. And you just pull in, you put in your credit card, you pay for it. But, and my dad was explaining to me, and of course I don't remember it because, you know, science. But when you're filling it up, It occasionally stops, much like when you're done. Right. But you have to just kind of train your brain to ignore it because it's not done. So it'll stop and kind of think, and then it will start again. And it took like 15, 20 minutes. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, does it always take this long? And he's like, yeah. Okay.
1: That's about as long as it takes for his Tesla supercharger. Is it? Yeah. Give or take. It's, that's cool. It's it's it a super cool idea. I don't. I, I we're so stuck on gas, and the infrastructure is so well developed for gas that I'm curious to see the type of massive overhaul that it would require to convert that infrastructure to the newer technology, the newer developing technologies.
0: Yeah, I mean. That we're getting completely off subject here, but that kinda goes with the autonomous vehicle too, of like just like I don't think we'll ever have completely one hundred percent well not at least in our lifetime, completely one hundred percent gas free cars across the board. I don't think autonomous vehicles will be one hundred percent in our lifetime.
1: No, we humans as as a species Require too much control to feel comfortable enough to operate in the environment. Otherwise, we just stay home. Right. Right. So I, I personally, I love driving, so I wouldn't ever be comfortable in an autonomous vehicle especially working in the industry that I work in with and and hearing about the after effects of, of hackers and, and systems getting hacked and everything being computer-based as it is, it's it's creepy the things that they can do to these cars.
0: Yeah, I mean, there was that Jeep commercial that ran where a hacker group just hacked a bunch of Jeeps. And they did it not in a completely malicious way where right. like, no one was really in danger. Right. Because they were their own Jeeps. They were hacking, but it it's scary. Well
1: they're they're trying to they're trying they're to get, get people Tesla. comfortable. Well, they're trying to get people comfortable with the technology that yeah. you know, you're gonna have Wi Fi in your car. It's completely unnecessary. Yeah. To have a mobile Wi-Fi network in your your vehicle, uh, because it just opens up so many vulnerabilities to the to the out outside systems not directly affected with with that. I mean, cars aren't mechanical anymore; they're computers. Our my our grandfathers would open up a car today and look at it like, "What what is this alien piece of technology that you're showing me?" Whereas back in the day. Your neighbor could could
0: fix your oil for you. Yeah, you
1: couldn't. There's, you could completely strip down an engine and put it back together in a weekend. Yeah, you know, and that can't that can't happen today.
0: No, it's definitely we're driving nice computers. But I'm cool with it.
1: On in in the documentary, they were there was this guy Walter Grath, Groth, who was a corporate business culture expert person, and one of the things that he said that really. I kind of found it interesting was that designers start out with good intentions, right, mm-hmm. wanting to develop the best product, and it kind of got me thinking that like when you that that's how that's how it works with all types of of technological development, right? You start out with the very best product that you can at the engineering level, right, and then it moves its way up the chain of command that goes through finance and goes through all the all the executives and. You know, everybody that has a say in this thing and then the technology just gets dumbed down, you know, right. as it goes up the ladder because they they want to make it less expensive and more and get higher profits out of it. And it came back and bit VW way hard in the butt.
0: Yeah, I also found it interesting that the thing that kind of brought attention onto VW was that the, what was it, Noxide?
1: Yeah, it's noxious gas. The NOx noxious X gas levels? the scientific...
0: For the same car, the same model, we're putting two different outputs. Right. So the ones in Europe were actually reading the real ones, and the ones in the U.S. were wrong. And a guy who worked for a nonprofit and used to work for the EPA, I think he said he used to work for Dodge and Chevy, or Dodge and Ford, too. He kind of... Saw that and was like, well, there must be something wrong. Let's fix this for VW. Like, he totally went in with the intentions of believing that VW had just made a mistake. Right. And that Europe was wrong. And that he was going to fix this for them and give them this great, you know...
1: Rosy, utopian... And Idealistic.
0: they wouldn't cooperate with him at all. And that, no. that really should have been his sign, but he still was like, no, like, why would they do that? Right. This
1: is going to be good for you. No, it's, let's, I think we're getting a little ahead because what, what ended up being found is that VW and every diesel manufacturer that produces diesel vehicles in Europe and the United States were all, well, these are, just Europe. just Europe is all using these these tester these test blockers right these test modes when they go into a dyno and get their smog checked, so the car literally performs different on the dyno when they're spinning your tires and reading your your noxious gases out of your tailpipe, and when you're on the road you know driving for, to your grocery store or whatever it was a completely different different level of of pollution and it it was so far above the norm. They expect some variability from you know between four and five percent, based on weather conditions and environmental changes and speed and whether or not you're in traffic, things like that. Uh, but they were finding that the diesel vehicles in Europe were fifty times,
0: four hundred to five hundred percent more output than advertised,
1: which is ridiculous yeah, that, and that totally just... explains global warming and you know all the, the the I mean it's it's February 9th right and it was 80 so degrees today it. which makes no sense because growing up in Chicago it would snow on my birthday in June so you know the it's it, it, it is a big enough difference to where it's noticeable that that things are changing. And it's a complete denial of the science that is, and a complete disregard. My what, what also kind of kind of made sense to me was that the Obama administration really went hard at this issue, right? It they,
0: was a little shocking that I didn't know this because we were young for <laughs> when Bush was president. And I guess I was paying less attention because I was a drunk college kid. Mm-hmm. Um, was I a drunk college kid? Yeah,
1: whatever, keep going.
0: But when Bush was president, he was doing a hard push for it too. Yeah, and, and that was something I don't remember.
1: Yeah, Bush, in he retrospect, did actually started. Re- and if Bush hadn't invaded Iraq, and if that whole nine eleven thing hadn't happened, Bush wouldn't have been a bad president. All in all. He still
0: would have made some really special comments, but and you know the whole Katrina thing, he didn't handle that right either.
1: No, he didn't handle that right, but. But you're right. I mean, it's hard to control chaos, right? You know, and it's it was it was a situation that just didn't even get away from him. They just didn't care enough. Yeah. And the layers of of just complete disregard for any level of decency i mean it's like it's like an onion that keeps getting peeled back right it's guys at the top that are standing there blaming the engineers and blaming a small group of people that are supposed to be the leaders of the largest auto manufacturer in the world and they're blaming it on a small group of people when it happened on their watch right they they sign off on everything
0: they were doing the whole oh no 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 i wouldn't know about that i'm too busy i'm i'm too high up i wouldn't know oh wait you have 10 years worth of emails to prove opposite
1: right like they were blatantly asking people to come up with stories to to spin this in a way that didn't cause them to lose shareholders or any profits and it it got to the level where through they they've been through how many CEOs in the last, since this thing broke? It's like three or four.
0: For America alone. Yeah. The guy that started it all is somewhat to blame for it all. Right. His name was Korn something. I didn't write it down.
1: It was, it was Winterkorn.
0: Yeah. He's still in charge, but I mean, just for Germany. Yeah. And he'll never step foot in the U.S. because
1: He probably shouldn't.
0: He's got some arrest warrants out for him for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, but it, it was like, it's... The the California EPA is are the ones that really went after VW for this, and and you know more power to them. They they really gave them the benefit of the doubt. They really they gave them every opportunity to to come clean and fix it. You know we you know they could have played the dumb card, but hey let's let's, we'll get it together right. Um, But they never did. They kept. They kept playing a shell game
0: with fake recalls.
1: With fake recalls, which is why there were so many random recalls for things before this this yeah. whole thing broke, because there were there was like recalls every other week for random things like
0: on the, all the VWs, yeah,
1: yeah. And it was just it it didn't it it didn't make sense that they would recall cars for some such a small issue, um, but ultimately their intentions came came to light and Do
0: you know what my favorite recall is? What's that? <laughs> I think it was, a, it was either a Chevy or a Dodge recall.
1: But essentially
0: they recalled cars because somebody complained about a safety issue and they they had to just put a sticker on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well
0: I was like, really? <laughs> I forget what it was for, but it was something really silly. And they're just like, oh, well, a sticker will fix that. And that was the whole recall. You brought your car in. You got a sticker.
1: Nice. (laughs) And it still probably took three hours to get your car back, right?
0: Probably. (laughs) Well, because we can't just do the recall. You have to do, like, a safety inspection.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for a sticker.
0: (laughs) For a sticker.
1: Well, well done. But it's... They they're they buried their head in the sand so deep and they played the shell game so long that eventually the EPA just got fed up and said, look, we're going to nail you guys to the cross for this.
0: Well, they actually admitted it to CARB, which is the California version. It's the California Clean Air Resource Board.
1: Yeah.
0: um, That's the guy that you saw and he was getting real mad, real quick. And right. he did. He wanted to give them every benefit. He wanted to work with them every way he could. And once it was... They were essentially subpoenaed for their email records, they still tried to hide it. And then once they kind of realized that they couldn't hide it, um, it all came out and they kind of admitted it to, to CARB. And they actually... There was a lot of real depositions in there, which the one guy, I don't... His name was Johnson. He had to be one of the most damning people towards VW, and he was a VW employee. Because his face, he can't hide anything. No.
1: He had no poker face at all.
0: At one point, he was saying no, and he was nodding his head yes. But
1: even... even okay. Clean air aside. Yeah. You know, the, the pollution aside it's there was there's just
0: it's blatant fraud
1: there was there was a blatant disregard for any sort of of human decency or yeah. humanity period when they got to the part when they were talking about the
0: the worst part yeah when
1: they were oh. they were talking they they hired this lab in albuquerque new mexico cuz i couldn't they were tr- they wanted to get all of the vehicles tested all the clean diesel vehicles in Europe, all the from all the different manufacturers tested, and when they did, went to Europe to try and do it, none of the testing facilities would do it. They all blew them off. So they they found an institute in Albuquerque, New Mexico, that they developed a or they they created a fake company, a fake nonprofit, right? That VW funne- funneled money into and gave gave the money to this. This research institute to test the the all the vehicles, and what VW did is they went out the head of the head of VW North America went out and bought a dyno like a, for the machine that they used to test the emissions. Bought a specific dyno, hand delivered it.
0: No, they made the engineer do it. They made the engineer hand deliver it because they wanted the engineer to be able to mess with the car. To produce
1: less. Oh, okay. I missed that part. But th- what I'm building up to is their, these dumbasses, their big bright idea was they were going to stick a human on an exercise bike and put a, have them put a mask on and suck the tail of the exhaust pipe a- as they rode an exercise bike. And then they were going to do some... Some random tests to see how how they responded see how to it, it
0: affected his lungs and blah blah blah
1: meanwhile but, people commit suicide this way
0: and and not how do you
1: not like how is this even a question
0: and also you're a, a car dealership or a, a car brand with a history of a dude who fucking put people in a gas chamber maybe you shouldn't Test your product the, same, in the way. same way, right? And also, how come nobody in Germany has heard of shredders? Because that was beyond me. This wasn't an email that they found. They found this document with, and they show it in the documentary with all of it drawn out, right, on a desk,
1: a full schematic just laying out on the desk, like it was it's Tuesday's shred that meeting. Shit. I mean, <laughs> it's it. <laughs> And that, so you know somebody with a a sand grain of sense said this wasn't a good idea, we can't use humans, so they use monkeys,
0: mm. Mm. poor babies yeah
1: they used they used little little Russian street monkeys and had them watch cartoons and it was it's it's the it's
0: <laughs> they used the monkeys that Jim Jones used to sell door to door. Well,
1: I mean, granted, <laughs> it's it a, it's the mon- like if I watch. if I owned a monkey that would be the monkey that I would want, right? But
0: and they're also you, apparently you trained trained
1: to watch
0: TV. Which yeah, was, which is a weird throwaway comment that I was like, what? Yeah, no, they were
1: well, they were trained to watch TV, which is what got them to sit there and <laughs> and breathe the air out of the the exhaust hole in their cage.
0: That was one part where I wish I could have. Or I wish I would have closed my eyes and not watched and also muted because the sound is awful, and the poor monk just their face and they're at one point clawing at their yeah it's, gla- it's it's awful it's
1: ugly it's it and takes the, the PETA videos to another level,
0: and the dude that did the testing is a huge asshole they're
1: they're all assholes,
0: yeah, but From that that the guy's top a, down that guy was, was a doctor. Like no regard, oh, it, but no. it's okay. No, it's not.
1: It's. I mean, it's not okay. But, but, but our government considers it to be okay to test test things, test animals, we use like animals as test subjects.
0: This close to getting rid of that completely. Oh,
1: up it, until January. Yeah, I think that the we. I had hope. Let's see. when I like as as cheesy. As it is, and this isn't a political discussion; it's a business discussion. Um, but I, for all of his for all of his faults, Obama really made the environment a priority and really made clean air emissions a a focus of his time in office. And since the transition, it's it's been a complete one hundred and eighty degree turn in the opposite direction. And whatever side that you fall on, on on who you voted for or what you what you feel is right in this particular s- s- instance doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, we're all humans and we all live on the same planet. And it's another, it's, we're, it's another situation where you're putting sales and profits above the end product, which is the environment.
0: Yeah, and human life.
1: And human life.
0: And puppy life.
1: So it's it's disappointing. And I I hope that something changes with it. Because, I mean, we, we see it every day. There's there's no snow. I mean, no. this is the first year that we haven't bought passes to go snowboarding. Because, and gone every weekend because there's just no snow.
0: Yeah, it snowed once up at Bear Mountain. Yeah. Once or twice. Um, and, you know, like he said, it's February 9th and it was... 85 to 90 degrees where we live. and
1: But it snowed six inches in Chicago and that. was like in the negative degrees. So obviously the variables are getting more and more extreme. Yeah. And something needs to be done about it. The Volkswagen way is not the way. Correct. The Volkswagen way is what got us to the situation that we're in now. And Volkswagen, I think, is just the tip of the iceberg. I, I My inclination is, is that every manufacturer has been doing this and has been getting away with it one way or another for years.
0: Well, they did. They showed in the documentary, they did a complete crackdown of the, um, they call them the defeat devices for American brands 10 years ago. The grand technology has changed and it's completely possible, but there's also a lot of... Car manufacturers that are kind of getting on board. Um, California is, I, I tried to look it up, but I can't find the statute. But I think by like 2020, every new car has to have at least like 45 miles per gallon. And that's car and truck.
1: Well, that's cool because then I'll buy a truck.
0: The problem with that is the, the trucks are going to be harder and harder made. And that's the one part where I'm, like, a little bit iffy on that because it's just, like, people do need trucks. People that that work with work trucks. I mean, you work with work trucks to a degree. Like, they need to be able to use them. And if you make it so no one can make them, that's going to suck. But, you know, Honda is doing really good things with the clarity and the hydrogen. Um, just got to figure out who's going to put hydrogen in.
1: Yeah. Who's going to convert everything. Yeah. And that's, it's the there's the a lot of thing, options. There there are a lot of options. One of the things that I've I've always thought was cool was there was a an American car manufacturer called Fisker um, back in the day, and they were famous because they would they're uh, they're charging. They're still around. They're well. They're not around. They're they're now just Karma, um, but they. Their cars had solar panels in the roofs. Right. Right? So that would give you a little bit extra extra charge before you had to go to an actual charging station. I think that there needs to be an exploration of ideas that are taken seriously and not cast aside and bought by a politician or a company that creates a fake nonprofit that is supposed to help the environment. And then they just funnel testing on animals and lies and deceit I'll never never ride another VW again I won't even get in the car
0: yeah they they did a good job screwing that up and uh, what I found also really interesting about this was the guy that uh, made the documentary owned one Yeah, and the first five minutes or so he just kind of complains about how pissed off he was that he found out that he was sold a lie and then he happened to be listening to this American Life on MBR, and they made a fake promo for exactly this documentary with the guy as the creator of it. Right. And that's what gave him the idea to go out and do this. And of course, VW was like, no, you can't have access. Please
1: go away. Yeah. They, they tried to keep him, they wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot pole, but that's, there's, there's such a lack of accountability. From anybody on VW's end that it's, it's atrocious. It, it really is frustrating.
0: I also found it interesting when they brought up um, Euro shopping, which was they showed the map and they're like, if it's too hard in France, oh, yeah. go to here. And that's how they've been able to get past the European um
1: Environmental laws, environmental
0: output laws. But what's really interesting to me about that is that's what American companies are doing. But instead of for environmental, we're doing them for labor laws. Right. So, I like Toyota moved to Texas, and Subaru's like partially in New Jersey, and different things like that. Because everyone's labor law
1: shopping. Like who has the
0: easiest labor laws? Well, by yeah. California.
1: Yeah, that's that's a whole nother podcast and discussion. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just but, found that interesting cuz I was like,
0: oh, but I don't think EPA shopping would really work and
1: in- yeah, I mean the, the problem the problem with with capitalism and with the world, although I I'm I'm a huge proponent of capitalism. Fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> but is that there are going to be countries that aren't that don't follow our program. So, if you offer them a leg up financially, They'll they'll look the other way on just about anything, and it's 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 a part of the world that we live in, yep. and there isn't a clean solution one way or another. It's just incremental progress that is going to get us to a better life for our children and our grandchildren.
0: Yeah, I think the two big take well not two big takeaways, but the the two big takeaways for this is that you know the environment is really important and if something is environmentally friendly but it sounds too good to be true it's much like everything true. in life it's too good to be true
1: yeah that and don't buy a vw
0: yeah so this was episode 1 i'm not sure of the format i don't know if the same guy produced all i think there's 6 episodes
1: this was on netflix by the way yeah sorry that it's on netflix
0: um are you going to watch the rest of the season
1: um depending on the topic i think and i think that there's some that that sound kind of cool i don't mm-hmm. remember them all off the top of my head um i don't either but it's it's they break they make it seem like it's it's a show like it's a season show but it's totally an but hour, hour they're, and a half documentary length documentaries every episode so you really gotta, you know, if you're gonna go down that rabbit hole, you're gonna be there for a long time, and hopefully you find it interesting. I'm gonna check it out a little bit more. I'm kind of intrigued, you know.
0: I am too. I don't know. The next episode was something about a race car driver, and I read the description like three times, and I still don't really know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah,
1: one one thing that my my mom always told me growing up is is if there's if there's a situation that doesn't seem quite right follow the money
0: yeah absolutely
1: and in this case the money was put above all else super disappointing the i'm i'm kind of anxious to see what what comes what comes of it i think with the outlook that we're looking at now i don't think anything's really going to come of it I think it's eventually gonna be swept under the rug and you're not gonna hear anything about it again
0: yeah it's gonna it's already started to be swept under the rug so
1: yeah I mean but
0: the graveyard they showed was outside of the old stadium in Detroit it was a yeah. little eerie
1: yeah that was crazy it was it looked like I mean it was four rows of four it looked like they were green the entire the it, entire way through
0: it looked like they were people there to fill that football stadium for a game. I mean,
1: let's be real. That parking lot was so meticulously organized, there's no way they would pull that off for a game. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But but it it was... Minor detail. It was pretty interesting, for sure. They, there's, like, that the weird thing is, is that that I don't understand how that parking lot could even fit five hundred thousand six hundred thousand cars yeah if the stadium isn't even big enough to hold that many people so that's that's a that's a trip unless they have
0: it is Detroit though
1: i mean unless they have a grid of of v dubs on the 50 yard line around the stadium
0: they very well could' <laughs>
1: it's, how weird would that be
0: but not everybody returned their vehicles too some mm. people kept them
1: well you guys are McAssholes, literally like for real yeah what am I gonna do What are we going to do? We're just going to talk about it and hopefully somebody that hears this at some point someday. All 48 people. All 48 of you that have been sticking with us since the beginning. (laughs) We're only four episodes in. We're having a good time. I hope you guys are having a good time too. Uh,
0: Normally we would say what we're watching next, but uh, we haven't. I mean, it changes (laughs) so often. (laughs)
1: Like, it's... It'll be a surprise for you. It'll be a surprise for us, too. And that's kind of part of the fun.
0: So we have made... We have a Twitter account.
1: Yes. Like that shit.
0: Uh, we have Like it, share it. it,
1: and love it. Join the community.
0: So we've started a Facebook page. Yeah, as he said, please like that. Please like the podcast, rate, and subscribe. Um, if you don't like the podcast...
1: Tell us. Let Review us know it. what
0: we're doing wrong. We'll try to improve. But keep no, in we mind, won't we we're, won't listen to you at all but we're, we'll we'll we're love your entertaining
1: comments and we appreciate any hate any love all of it i, I was i was really stoked so thank you thank you for being you
0: uh, so on facebook it's made me watch on twitter made me watch pod and if you want to email us made me watch this at gmail.com we're going to get and Instagram and all the things, um, all the rest of the things, but that's what we have for now. We're going to start putting up poll once I figure out how polls on the Facebook page so that you guys can vote and tell us what to watch.
1: It's been real. It's been fun. And it's been real fun.